0: Welcome to Scale Up and Grow, a podcast from Turning Point Training and Development, where we discuss everything you need to know for your own personal and professional development and growth. Here's your host, Mary Ricketts. Hey, hello, and welcome back. I'm Mary Ricketts with Turning Point Training and Development. Welcome to our podcast, Scale Up and Grow. I wanna talk about phone interviews today. We are in such a different place right now. Phone interviews are almost mandatory, why? Because those of us who have ever been in HR or are in HR right now, we will tell you, there's so many things that you can catch up on a, a person that's applying for a position through a phone interview. It is amazing the things you can pick up. I want to talk to you about a few tips I want to give you so that you can ace your next phone interview. Performing well on a phone interview can really help you land the job that you want. As unemployment is growing, more companies are using phone interviews to screen large pools of qualified candidates. So let me share with you a few tips so that you can really make a good impression throughout the whole process. And if we're going to be honest, sometimes it's not a phone interview, it's a video. You may be on Zoom, you may be on StreamYard, Google Meets, whatever it is. One of the things you can try and do in advance is find out what platform they use for their interviewing process. And here's why I say that, because those of us that love to use green screens, every platform doesn't use that. For instance, like Cisco Webex, if that's not something that you do often, it may or may not allow you to use a green screen. The first time I had to use StreamYard, I had to completely move my laptop, move my computer around, but I had another space. Uh, at my home office that I could have a nice background without having a green screen. Those are the things you want to consider even before the, the phone interview, because it could be a video. So you want to find that out first, if you can find out what platform they use. Here's the first thing I want you to think about. Be really strategic with your contact information. You need to let the potential employers know the easiest way to contact you. Suggest that you can be Best reach on your cell phone, if it's awkward for you to take calls at work. And most of the time, and let's be honest, if I'm an employer, I do not want my employee taking a job interview call on the clock working for me. But guess what, we know what's going to happen. So you need to kind of think of what's the best way that you're going to manage that and schedule that. When can they give you a heads up so that either you can make that a scheduled break or you could take it during your lunch hour. Think about those. So the other thing I want you to think about that is that more and more companies do phone interviews without a lot of advance notice. So you want to establish the best possible conditions that you can. If you're able to take a call quickly, and maybe can you take the call and go to your car so that you're not at the office in the open on a phone interview where everyone can hear what's going on. The second thing I want you to think about, especially if you're sending out multiple applications, is to keep a contact log so you can keep everyone straight. Right, Keep a list. Here's the company. What was the job that you applied for? You know, when did you apply for? What was the job description? Keep some type of organization about every job that you're applying for. Who's the, inter- who's the person that scheduled your interview? Is that going to be the same person that you have the phone interview with? And keep their names written down. You want to stay as organized as possible. You'll be better prepared for the impromptu phone calls or any return calls. If you know which company and position that they're calling about, think about how you can get organized when it comes to this. Next in line, let's talk about doing your research because a phone interview requires just as much preparation as a face-to-face version, okay? Learn all you can about the company, the position, and people you're going to interview with. One of the most awesome tools that we have nowadays is social media. You can check out the company's Facebook page, see if they have an Instagram page, you can take a look at their LinkedIn page if they have a professional business LinkedIn page. And then, of course, check out their website, see if there's been any articles written about them, but do your research. This phone interview is just as important. Matter of fact, it may be more important than the face-to-face because if you don't pass this, you're not going to make it to the face-to-face interview. Here's another one for you prepare talking points and questions. Write down talking points and follow-up questions that you can refer to. It will help you sound prepared and make it easier to remember everything that you need to address. And I'm talking about great follow-up questions outside of what's your benefit package, you know, what's the promotion, you know, like in the company. And guess what, Google it, search it, find out what are some of the best interview questions for you to ask the interviewee have those jotted down have several of them memorized just in case you have to have a video call and guess what if you have them written down it's okay i have conducted interviews for one of the colleges that i serve at and guess what I was impressed when one of the people we interviewed said, you know, I have a couple of questions that I wrote down that I'd like to ask. And I'm like, great. She had them layered out on a piece of paper and she was writing our responses in that. That is definitely okay to do. That is definitely okay to do. So consider that. Writing out your talking points, writing out a few questions that you want to ask them. Warm up your voice. Your voice matters even more when your body language and facial expressions aren't visible. If you've been hoarse, (laughs) if it's allergy season for you, do what you can to really prepare your voice. If you have to read to yourself for a few minutes, you know, to get your voice ready and, and into condition, Do that because you want to make sure that your tone is good, that your voice isn't cracking, that you've got some energy behind yourself. Those are the things I'm speaking of. The next thing I want to talk about in this is clear away all all of your distractions. Let other phone calls go to your voicemail. Ask your kids if you're at home not to interrupt you. Give the call your full attention if it's something as simple as completely turning off the volume of your phone so that it doesn't even vibrate that would be phenomenal you want to make sure that you don't have anything going on you don't have any extra distractions you know i have a home office phone i have a cell phone i make sure everything is turned off when i have to have meetings why because it's a distraction and absolutely if you are working from home and you have the kiddos there you need to let them know I need this this amount of time to be as quiet as possible, make sure that they are doing whatever they can do so that you can have the time for your interview. Let's shift just a little bit and let's talk about the actual interview time. So during the phone interview, you need to make sure that you come across friendly and enthusiastic. You want to make a strong first impression. There's a saying we used to have years ago at AT&T because we were on the phones and they you want to make sure that they can hear the smile in your voice you need to make sure that they can hear the smile in the voice. And for a long time, we actually had mirrors on all of our desks so that we can see our facial expressions so that we can see, am I really smiling? You know, can that smile come across in my tone? Remember, if you are on the phone, they can't see you. All they can do is hear you. The other thing I want you to think about is focusing on the positive aspects of the position so you'll sound excited to discuss it. You have to do your homework. If you've applied, especially for several positions across several different companies, you need to be familiar with what the position was you applied for as well as what the requirements were so that when you have a conversation, you can come across enthusiastic about it second thing I want you to think about is record everyone's name if you're interviewing with more than one person write down everyone's name as soon as you get started okay if they say on the call with us I have so-and-so such and such and this person write their names down write their names I'm going to tell you why because after the call is over you can go on LinkedIn and see what else you can find out about that person. See what else you can find out about their role and responsibility in the company. Because sometimes it's not just the HR person, it's other people um, that are interested in who the hiring person is going to be for the job. So you want to record everyone's name, and it'll come in handy if you meet them. For a face-to-face interview as well. The last thing you want is like, oh, I don't remember you on the call. Yes, you do, because you're gonna write it down. Third, adapt to the interviewer's approach. Be yourself, but I also want you to be sensitive to the style of your interviewer. Adjust to their level of formality and the degree of detail they're speaking. Someone that comes across providing a lot of details, usually wants to receive a lot of details and not a lot of vague information and not a lot of fluff. So that's what I'm talking about. Adapt to the interviewer's approach. And if they are very formal, remain very formal. Pay attention to their body language and their posture. Where are their hands? Oftentimes, um, especially in business etiquette, we teach, you know, you wanna keep your hands on top of the table, whether you're speaking or not, because when the hands are underneath a table and people can't see them, it's usually like, oh my God, what are they doing? So you don't want it to be a distraction, keeping your hands on top of the table, things like that. Those are the things I want you to consider. If it's a phone interview, guess what? They're not gonna be able to see you. But just in case that camera has to be turned on, I want you to keep that in mind as well because some employers may just ask a few preliminary questions while others go into great depth. You need to pay attention, especially if you have more than one person interviewing. Deliver your summary statement. Have a brief summary statement prepared about why you think you're the right candidate. It could be about 20 to 30 seconds long, but you want to have that. Just as we talk about having an elevator pitch when we're out networking, you want to have a good closing pitch for the phone interview, deliver a summary statement. This is why it's important for you to be very well prepared for every position that you're applying for, every company that you're going to apply for. You want to make sure that you have a good closing statement. Avoid interrupting, and I know that sounds kind of simple, but you want to do that. It can be difficult to judge when someone is done speaking when you can't see them. Pause for a second before replying to avoid any awkward interruptions. Just like I just did for you. (laughs) Just pause for a couple seconds and see if they have something else that they're going to say. Request feedback. If you sense any weak areas during the phone interview, try to revisit them, ask the interviewer to clarify their needs so you can offer more information to strengthen your case. Think about that. If you get the feeling that it doesn't feel like it's going well, request feedback. Ask them, ask that interviewer, could you clarify what your needs are? for this particular, you know, for this particular area, or could you clarify that question for me? Because I want to make sure that I offer you the most relevant information about myself and my qualifications. Try that. One more thing um, that I want to give you on this is ask questions that show you're a good fit for the position. Ask questions that demonstrate that you've done your research. It will show that you're really interested in the job and give you another chance to talk about why you'd be an asset and clarify what the next steps are. Ask about their hiring process. They may want to schedule an in-person interview immediately or let you know when they'll decide on the remaining finalists. But ask, what are the next steps in your process? When should I expect to be scheduled for the next interview? Let me switch up just a little bit because I want to talk about a couple things for after the phone interview. This is something that we have forgotten to do um, over some years, but it is still extremely important. And I'm not talking about just sending an email. You can, but consider sending a handwritten note as well, either or but you want to do something. Send a brief note of thanks and send it by email. But if you really want to make a great impression, and if the turnaround time is really, really quick, an email is absolutely fine. But don't forget regular mail. Don't forget a handwritten note. It is good etiquette and yet another chance to show you'd make a good employee. Make follow-up plans. Hiring decisions often take longer than expected follow up as needed with tactful persistence. You've got your thank you note. If they told you we will follow up with everyone within three business days. So if it's on the fourth business day, it's okay to send a follow up note. Say, I wanna make sure that I didn't miss the opportunity to schedule our second interview. You know, please let me know where we are in our next steps it is okay to do that. Phone interviews now really play a very important role in the extremely competitive hiring process that is out there. So learning the techniques to ace a phone interview will really help give you a big advantage in your job search. I'm Mary Ricketts with Turning Point Training and Development Thanks for listening to our podcast, Up and Grow. Now, I want you to stop, like, share, invite someone else to subscribe to our podcast, to listen to everything we have coming up. We are still in our career and job series. And for those of you who are really ready to take it to the next step, we have our on-demand courses available. We have a new bundle that we have put together that is all about career and job and success. It's in the link with our podcast. We look forward to talking to you soon. To your success. Thanks for listening to this episode of Scale Up and Grow from Turning Point Training and Development. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, check out all of our on-demand training courses at turning pointnewzenlercom That's turning pointnewzenlercom